What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This episode 346, broken up into two parts, A and B. A, B. Thank you, gentlemen. 346A, posting on 9.5, will be discussion on Gran Turismo. And 346B, posting on 9.8, will be discussion on You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah from Netflix. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me as he does every week is my co-host, Roger Stillian, our lovely perma guest, Chris. He has endless meat sticks, Bon. That's not a euphemism for anything either. He just rocked up today with just two large Slim Jims and just kept eating them. And then I thought he was going to pull a third one out of his It really did look like he He was pulling a third one. So we're actually in studio together for the first time in Christ. Since since Christmas? No, Fast 10. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. How do you forget the Wendy's the the Wendy's breakfast, the baconators and everything? What do you mean forget? Well, he did. Oh, you mean okay? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we got our just no, do after that, yeah, after two years of talking smack and yeah. two years of defending <laughs> said smack. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It had to be done. Had to be done. How yeah. are we guys? How's the how's things? The heat is still. Now here. I kind of want a breakfast baconator to be honest. Yeah, right? That's yeah. Never a bad choice. Yeah, I, I got to I got to Wendy's about ten minutes too late for my breakfast baconator this morning. Isn't that the worst? It really was. Did you get a regular baconator? No, I got French fries instead. No, okay. So I'll tell you what. I tried the new cheese, the cheesy nacho cheeseburger thing. cheeseburger. It's not great. Yeah, I didn't I know, like it. I don't think I would want nachos on my burger. Well, it's weird. I went to order it, and the picture it did, the picture is just looks so fantastic. Stop looking at the picture. Of course so they do. I looked at the. I, I was like, oh, can I have the, the the new combo? And the kid's like, it's not gonna be good. You won't want it. Oh, he even and told I, you. That. Yeah, he right, told right, me. Right. He told you good not man. to get it, and you doubled down. The guy like, that works at the establishment <laughs> that makes the food, and they get the trial of the food. They told you not to get it. And he's you like, decided. it's not great. I'm like, but it looks so good. I'll just have that combo. And he's like. All right, so I got it, and I then I told him, he's <laughs> like, let me. He, I walked up to the counter after I was done eating, and he goes, let me, let me guess, wasn't very good, was it? He's like, you're like the ninth person today I've, that I've tried to warn. And he, he tried. That man's doing. That man's doing God's he, work. He is <laughs> just, just spitting right in his fucking face. <laughs> no, we don't need this. There's, there's no um. Somebody of corporate's going. This fucking guy. This fucking or maybe guy. it's like a reverse sales tactic. He's like, you don't want. He's like. Maybe I do want. I want two now. What the hell? I, I didn't but, uh, like there, it. There's no I want to take one for later though, just in case and double down. <laughs> for me though, there's no replacing like the Dave's. The Dave's double is like that's where it's at, man. The, yeah, ooh. it's a solid, solid. Same I'm thing. not a burger guy. I'm uh, I'm a nugs and fries guy. At all, the I best love the nugs ago, too. and the so. fries. I gotta let me just. I'm gonna take a stand here. Uh-huh. Wendy's fries are so much better than McDonald's fries. Yeah. I don't know where you guys it sit depends on that. though. I mean, the fries what? are situational. I think because that's here's true. the thing. I prefer Wendy's for most things. I try to avoid McDonald's most of the time because I just tend to have not the best luck there. But I don't think I've ever been like, hey, these fries suck today. You know? I'm going to say an old guy thing right now. And, and But, like, I get sick when I go to McDonald's now because the oil is just yeah, – sure. like They're old. that, that to been, me now. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it just it, it makes my stomach hurt. So I don't really eat it anymore. However, I want to ask you guys another question. Do you guys have any, like, weird, like, fast food like th- like fast food things you do? Like, like do you guys ever, like, go to multiple places for, like, the best stuff sometimes? The old supper hopping? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was a word for it. Yeah, it yeah. It's a supper. Yeah. Well, okay, so, so uh, what I got this thing where sometimes I'll have a certain craving. I'll go to Subway. And get and get like my favorite sandwich there, and get the Southwest sauce, and then I'll immediately go to McDonald's and grab fries and dip the fries in their Southwest sauce. It's so good. Doesn't sound bad. Oh, it's so good. Well, but McDonald's fries—they have such a small window of like acceptable. That's amazing. fair. That's like, true. They have, well, like they got 
from like from the time they come out of the fry, you have like three minutes until they're. <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm serious. So basically, if you don't work there, you're not gonna get good fries. Well, pretty basically. much. But like okay. Wendy's has like a much they have like a much more acceptable mm-hmm. like a seven minute where they're like nice and crispy and it just it's better. You know who has fantastic fries now that you haven't tried yet? KFC. They now have actual they French do. fries and, and they are fantastic. And Long John Silver's. Long John Silver. I can't. <laughs> I worked at a Long John Silver's for about. For about four and a half minutes, uh, I'm lying. It was like four hours, but I quit Why that job quit? in four hours. It was, my, it, it was my, it was my first first job. I didn't know this. By okay, the way. okay. So I worked at Long John Silver's for about four hours. Okay, it was the one. You guys will know it's the one that's uh, at the Steubenville area. That, okay, you know, it used to it, at the mall. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I worked there for about four hours. Uh, beyond the fact that it was just wasn't clean. At all, but uh, at it's one not, point... It, their restroom is atrocious, yeah. i got to be honest with you. So, so, same with their kitchen. So, they had two walk-in freezers uh, for two different things, and one of them ha- one of them used to not be a freezer, it used to be an old dish tank, so it had drain in the floor, and I went to use the restroom, and the door was locked, so okay, I thought nothing of it, and I was walking around, someone told me to do something, I what, I walked into that, into that second freezer, there's a guy in there, squatted down with his pants down, taking a shit in that drain. <laughs> what? That's just fucking straight, incredible. Just straight... Just, Wait a minute. Yep, just straight just shitting in a hole in the floor. Yep. <laughs> and there's the man the man is surrounded by produce. <laughs> just pooping in the floor. What happened? I have to know, would someone report this guy? I didn't. I left. I said, nope, this isn't what I'm going to be doing, Did and I left. When the, when the manager's like, well, why are you quitting in four hours? You didn't say there's someone pooping in the freezer. I nope, I just left. I, I assume if I was in Chris's scenario, I would just fucking get my keys. I was six. Walk the fuck out. I was sixteen, and I I was like, Mm-mm, there ain't wow. no way. I didn't care. I didn't know what was happening. I just wanted to leave. How have you held this fucking awful story and never told <laughs> it, us? This? I, I, we didn't talk about best food now. I don't know why. I love Long John Silver's too. Like that's oh, my favorite. Not food that one. No, <laughs> to I this don't. day, I haven't. Ate, I've never eaten there again. I can imagine you haven't. Yep, nope. The poop story. I won't go there. Deter most people. <laughs> but now I'm always a little bit suspect of all those uh, Long John KFC combo places. I'm always like, hmm, do they <laughs> do they poop in their second freezer too? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm always yes. a little suspect. Yes, <laughs> probably. <laughs> they probably do. They, that guy probably got it from someone else. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Someone's like, oh, it'll he tra- life. Poop no, in the do you think that? Hold on. What if that was the very first time that that had ever happened? And did somebody just happen to walk in? And he's like mid log. I- <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I hope that was the first time that ever happened. But you know that it wasn't. Oh, it probably you know wasn't. That it wasn't. Yeah, no, it probably wasn't. Mid log. Just like coming out slowly. Man, good times though. But yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my long john story. I don't I know how we got there. So let, let's talk about movies. Yeah. <laughs> Huge endorsement for Long John Silver. Jesus, <laughs> my goodness. Well, I visited the local car market. Well, AMC again. It just, it's not. Chris, you were there. Yeah, it was. So they went on a day date. It was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the only two in the theater too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris ended up sitting like two seats over from me too. But anyway, Wait, but, it, it, did you not want me to sit with you, no, or it's did, fine. did you did it's you care fine. to interrupt your movie bubble? Because like I, I I wasn't sure, but I was like I'm gonna sit with this guy anyway. No, I don't give a shit. But okay. so. What bothers me about this AMC is I don't even think they ever care to get the screen ratio right. I don't. Th- I don't think they. They've never once. I've been there. It was like a little lopsided and too. Just, cropped. Yeah, and just just a wee bit lopsided. Like I just want like just closure. What's the curtains called again, Roger? Curtains. Curtains. Well, the cur- there's mm-hmm, a specific mm-hmm. word for them, but there's they open. No, like, those, just, they're called long curtains. curtains. Well, just get like I want to see the appropriate shutting. Like I just don't understand why they can't do that. What's the I understand that theater sucks, <laughs> but 
they could just get some small things right. By the way, looking for a sponsorship from AMC. Yeah, no, yeah, no big deal. Not yeah. particularly that. AMC. Yeah, yeah, just AMC in general. Hey, at least that bathroom doesn't smell like piss all the time anymore. <laughs> it does that only took that only took eleven years to fix. <laughs> True, it did smell like straight up pee. They got that weird like solo bathroom on the way back to the big screens now. I always use that one because I can lock if the you door. Can, yeah, if there's no one in it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, at 11 a.m. when we saw our movie, there was no one in it. So best time to watch them, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I missed the ones in Atlanta. At last week, I was able to watch the movie at 9 a.m. and that's like that's so great. I'm out like before noon. I got the whole day ahead of me. Like, <laughs> yep. movies tend to kill like whatever things you have left in the day because like you have to not only drive there but find parking and then you have to like it's just especially in a big city like Atlanta like nothing. None of those tasks are simple. Now all you have to do is say something that makes you sound old, too, because now we both got one for the show already. No, dude, when I watched that movie at 9.45 a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> it was fucking great. Like, I was out at a, uh, at quarter after 12. It was perfect. Yeah, I was like, this great. is the best. All right, guys, we should actually talk about Like, the, the mall was barely opened at that point, <laughs> leaving the movie theater. That's great. I wish all theaters would do that. I don't think yeah. enough time. Anyway, you, you, you revisited your AMC. Uh, I was... I'm always just... Because I worked there when it was Carmike, and it was I, I'm I'm rather positive it was the flagship Carmike of the entire company. They treated it like it was. There were Corp was always there. They loved the manager, even though all the shady crap was going on behind the scenes. And it's just to see that building just fall into just it's it's unacceptable what's happened. It just half the time your movies don't fire, half the time the sound doesn't work, the screen isn't right, the color is always off. There's, there, the, I mean, the theaters are clean, but because no one goes there anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're so, easy to clean when there's yeah. only like you know, twelve seats to fill on just average. Like the, the bathrooms are terrible. Sometimes you walk in a bathroom and it smells like pee. It smells like someone is literally urinating on the floor as you're walking in. So that's me. Smell. I do that. I just piss, uh, much like his buddy at Long John's. I just <laughs> urinate directly <laughs> onto the floor. I'm pretty sure there's uh, in the in the men's restroom on one of the hallways the same black garbage bag has been like covering the same urinal for the past seven years. Like it's been out of order for that long. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember so when that when I worked there, they everything that broke was fixed within a week. It was it was nice. It, they threw money at it. Everything was immaculate. Or maybe it was just rose tinted glasses. I had I was a teenager and just looked maybe. back on those times. It's great. But I, I just miss those times when 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 businesses cared because it's not just movie theaters. It's pretty much everywhere you go. They just everything. Nothing works. Not, everything sucks. But can't have uh, record earnings. Uh, you know, without. If you're going to spend money on your facilities and fix well, things up, of yeah. course, but profit yeah. matters. I was thing. I was disappointed to see that place, but the one thing I'm sad about leaving Atlanta behind is like the the immaculate AMC I went to at Madison Yards. That thing is clean as hell. Mm-hmm. All the shows started when they're supposed to. The sound is great. The picture is wonderful. I I, I will miss that. Mm-hmm. So that's the one and the and the Belt Line, which I loved walking on around the city. But that's we know, it. we've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what's going on with you guys? Nothing. No, you know what? Nothing? Not one thing you can talk about? Nope. Finally in the uh, in the tournament power arc in Dragon Ball Super with my daughter. So cool. going to wrap that up soon. Yes. She's super excited, though. So Let's talk about your haircut for a second, Chris. No, I don't want to. It's not a haircut. It's a hair travesty. But no, I'm, well, I'm it doesn't look bad. Yeah, well, I mean, now. Luckily, my hair grows fast. No, I I, I got my hair cut. It's a, it's, it's a tad shorter than, I, than what I've ever gotten in my life. So, yeah, no. All right, fair enough. Chris, don't look good with a buzz cut. It's that mm. simple. Sure. Got big old ears. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, well, let's start the show then, shall we? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's start the show. This is episode 346 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what's streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Without further ado, the box office won't surprise you, but 
The Equalizer may number one earning thirty four point five million in a worldwide of sixty eight. Mm. That's more than I thought I was going to earn. Sure, that's right. absolutely more than I thought I was going to earn. Barbie another ten point six, bringing so the worldwide is up to one point three eight one. Jeez, it's officially um, past Mario as the highest yep. grossing movie. Well, I saw an year. article about that on one of the sites, not the not the box office Reddit, which I've now found some cool stuff on. But mm-hmm. they're saying it's actually. In theory, it's actually blown Mar- or Mario out of the water by a lot more than that because it's not there's it's not a, the kids when kids and the parents have to go to buy tickets. So in theory, the no, it's no, no, a no, much no. greater ratio. No, I don't agree with that at all. Tickets a ticket. What does that matter? Money's money, man. Yeah, that's no, money, but I mean, he's just the guy was just saying it. The inflatedness of Mario. No, see, no, no, because that's the, that's the, the the term inflatedness of Mario is already taken away from what Mario did. You're implying that the movie wouldn't have been as successful if it if it if you accounted for if you like one ticket per like you know per family period compared to Barbie. You're taking away the accomplishment of what that movie was able to do. And oh no no no! I mean I don't. That's not the that's not the point. Well, but that's what the, something like that does, though. So I mean, you know, the movie's successful by the by its box office. That is the marker. That is what it did. Well, that's fine. how it goes. I'll, I'll just I was just saying what the article said, and I, I, I'm not saying I disagree. And I'm with saying it. I just I'm saying it. I disagree with the article. There's, I don't. A, there's a science behind box office tickets, and for some and for some not. I mean, it's right. Radar movies never do what, as well as a PG-13 movie or a PG movie. Yeah. So well, I mean, same. so I mean, that's why we see movies dumbed down to PG-13 instead of that, could, that of should be rated R. They want the sales. Exactly. Tickets a ticket. Barbie's still doing very, very well. Blue Beetle, seven point three million worldwide. Hundred one, mm-hmm. third week. Hundred one million. Hundred one million. Third That's week. All. That's all. Yep. I, I hope you do watch that sometime, Chris. I, I probably won't. Maybe, maybe if it's on like FX or something. Well, it'll go to Max. It'll be on Max. It'll be on Max. Probably, oh. within, probably within the next. So I'll have to. I'll have to physically find it and turn it on myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's never gonna happen then. Well. <laughs> I mean, as much as you have to find anything else on any streaming service. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'll watch Dune if I turn on Mac there on purpose. Gran Turismo, six point six million a worldwide of eighty. That's mm. not great either. No, no, it's the not. It costs like one seventy five to make. So. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. But uh we're gonna talk about that one a little later. Oppenheimer still doing very well. Five point five million, bringing a worldwide of eight fifty two. It keeps just eight hundred and fifty two. It's not gonna get that dollars. billion mark, but it did damn good. So. $852 million and was never once number one at the box office. That's what an impressive crazy. run. Yeah, right? that's crazy. The international almost double with the domestic. It was week. never number one? No, Not a no. single week? Barbie nope. every week. Not domestically, anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. about anywhere else. But Six through ten real quick. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, Bottoms, Meg to the Trench, number nine, Strays, and ten, Talk to Me. That's it. The Hill did not do well. It's still continuing to flop. Well, <laughs> Haunted yeah. Mansion... $150 million budget has grossed 100 worldwide, $100 million. All right. Well, it's almost made its actual budget back, not its ac- yeah. not its full budget. Mission Impossible is right now is number 13, sitting at 560 That, that poor, would be double. That poor movie. That poor movie. I, I do think so. <laughs> it was victimized by the Barbenheimer beast. Yeah, well. Should have been standing there. Yep. Uh, sure. <laughs> well, they know for next year. Next next time, they're not going to do that. They're going to own it. But when Barbie 2 and Oppenheimer 2 comes out, no, but I don't, feeling, don't think you can go deeper into Oppenheimer. I have a feeling next the the part Maybe. two when when part two comes out you're not gonna see anything big for three weeks yeah. I bet you Tom's gonna be through such a fit that they're gonna make sure that that doesn't happen so it can make its money Tom looks like the kind of guy that would, that would throw a fit too well apparently he was furious when Oppenheimer kicked him out of kicked his movie out of um, IMAX the, uh, IMAX theaters yeah. he was like why for what it's a movie about a fucking guy who makes a bomb yeah because but, the guy who made the movie has an actual contract. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 
but people were saying, I mean, from people who heard it, saying it was a, it was an amazing rant by Tom. Cruise. All right, well, I'm good on him for being passionate about his project. Sure, sure, sure. But there's your there's the box office. Not much of a not much of a uh, switcheroo there. Look at some releases coming up. Again, nothing much to report here. Although I think we will see some moving around coming up. But we already did see some things fall out. But September 1st, this past Friday, The Equalizer 3 with Denzel came out. It's doing very well in the box office. September 8th is coming Friday. You want to get ready, Chris? I'll give, you f- I'll give you a few seconds to get ready oh. for it. Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe. My big fat Greek wedding 3 in none 2. Don't want none. I think you used that before. Maybe, but I'm using it again because <laughs> that's all I got. All right, September 15th, Camp Hideout, A Haunting in Venice, and The Inventor. September 22nd, Expendables 4 with a 4 where the A should be and Stop Making Sense. I know, Rod, you love those. I fucking love them. They're <laughs> the best. As I say all the time, I remember when we first talked about Sniper 3, and Roger goes, there was a 3 where the E was. That movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 2008 when you did that. Yep. I barely knew you. Those games are good. Those are not bad. Yeah, the those Sniper are, games. Yeah, you ever play those? Yep. Yeah, those you are Slow down good. time and snipe people. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, yeah. Good stuff. September 29th, The Creator, The Kill Room, Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie, and Saw 10. October, and then we'll stop. Cat Person, October 6th, Dumb Money, The Exorcist Believer, Foe, Freelance, The Marsh King's Daughter. We have to pick one of those. <laughs> no, we don't. Which will be Dumb Money. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. Or, see, The Exorcist Believer, it's a tough call. That we no, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> Fair. Okay, October 13th, which is a Friday, Ordinary Angels, What Happens Later, and Taylor Swift's Eras Tour goes, that'll be oh. So, I think we actually need to talk about that for a second. Yeah, so that's fair. That movie, since they announced it, whatever, a week ago, has broken every pre-sale record that there has been yep. for pre-sale. Swift, they man. um they had to slow down the servers for people to get into the website to order tickets because yep. they were crashing it, which is a common thing you see in a lot of is like, that a like, like, on, like run thing? No, no, it's not because there are tickets going online for a lot more than they bought them at the box office. But just wait a few days and listen. Watch it. No one loves Taylor Swift concerts more than scalpers. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> they make thousands of dollars. Oh, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, this movie, as I think it was as of yesterday, is already at like fifty million presale. I mean, look, that's more pre-sale than Avengers Endgame. We're talking, we're squabbling over Mario and Barbie, but Taylor Swift's going to blow them both out of the water. Yep. Jeez. I'm actually honestly interested to see how much money this thing actually ends up making. Watch it make like $300 billion. Or, uh, $3 well, it's billion. good also because you know all those people are going to buy concessions. So it's good for the movie theaters to get that temporary yeah. boon in selling stuff. Yeah. But yeah, October, it's, it's interesting. October 20, Killers of the Flower Moon and Underdogs. October 27th, which is a big night, Five Nights at Freddy's. And that's where we'll end because Dune has been taken off. There's just a line through it, Chris. It's not taken off. There's a line through it to make it worse. Strike through, sir. Strike through. (laughs) God sucks. And then November 10th is the holdovers goes wider in the Marvels. I really wish we'd gotten Dune, but that's a shame. It's It's good for Dune, but not good for movies. It's good for Dune, not good for me. Well, I mean, Dune's got to do what Dune's got to do to protect itself. Yep. If that's what we got to do to get Dune 3, that's fine. Yep. Just give it to me, you cowards. A quote by Roger from months and months during COVID when they couldn't decide what to do when and when. Let's take a look at what's streaming. This week, we're back to Hulu in our rotation, and I looked at a good one. I love this movie. I've revisited it recently. Real Steel by director Sean Levy. Hugh Jackman, Evangeline Lilly, Anthony Mackie, Kevin Dunn, Hope Davis, James Reborn, 2008. Oh, sorry, Reborn, Rebhorn, sorry, that's a, that's a 10. 
in a weird way, that's a 10. Uh, it's not a 10. It's not a 10. Listen, I mean, no one, it's, it's a good, fun movie. Listen, I've been playing Armored Core for the last week. Huh. No yeah. no one likes... Oh, Fires of Rubicon? Whatever. Yeah. No, no one likes giant robots doing robot things more than I do. It's not a 10, though. <laughs> it's a good I, movie. I it's, think it's, it's a fantastic it's just, movie. It's, it's one fun. of those movies that defies all... It's, it's one of my perfect examples of film critics gave it like a 5, but like... It's a ten, like there's somewhere in between a five and a ten where it sits. No, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Sure, but it's man, it's a powerful movie. It's good. I love the the power shift dynamic between Hugh Jackman and Evangeline Lilly early in the film when they're talking and the camera keeps rotating back and forth and someone gets up on sits and then someone gets down and like their their conversations going through many different levels. It's great. The whole setup with the kid losing his mother, but then he has to go live with his father, and and the the sister of the mother can't get him custody, and then Hugh Jackman finds a way to profit from his because he's a shitty father. Robot boxing, it all comes together to make a damn fine story, and especially in the end when I still get chills when I see it and when I think about it, especially from coming from some from a guy like me who just loves great visuals, and I also revisited August Rush. I don't know if you guys saw that. You you remember that one, right? Mm, Robin Williams and Freddie Highmore. No, doesn't ring a bell. Um, well, he's a he's the kid who can conduct an orchestra, and he, like he's like seven, and um, I think John Rives Dave, the the one that's not Gimli, the other Rives Davis, and um, Phyllis, no, whoever who is the Mission Impossible three year old, the one that died in the beginning. Mm. Anyway, they are the parents of this kid. They lose he he kind of lives as an orphan for a while, but then he's then when he discovered he can conduct music, he's Robin Williams' character is the villain, kind of uses him, and as he's conducting his concert in the wood in the park. Both the parents find him, but like as the as the song is progressing, they're like making their way through the crowd. It's just it's amazing editing too. It just makes me think of that. But Real Steel is that kind of movie that when the kid finally sees in his father and Evangeline Lee's, Lee's character sees in Max Kenton what she's always wanted to see, what Max has never let anyone see because he's always been that kind of a shady guy. When he finally is the shadow boxer, it's just man, that's. To me, that's what movies are, right? One of the very great examples of like what movies can be is that powerful ass moment there. But I, I love Real Steel. To me, it's a ten. Uh, Sicario: Day of the Soldado, by director by director Stefano Salima, Benicio del Toro, Josh Brolin, Isabella Merced, Jeffrey Donovan, Catherine Catherine Keener, Matthew Modine, Shea Wiggum, twenty eighteen. This movie actually is a ten. It is. It absolutely <laughs> this absolutely is a ten. So was the first one. Absolutely. And I assume whenever the third one comes out, it will also be a 10. It is. It it's a be. fun family movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gather, gather, gather people around. Gather yeah. the kids around the TV. Watch, watch uh, around the radio. Sicario. I mean, look, if you like the first Sicario, you should love the second one. Like, it's the same kind of stuff, but, you know, a little deeper, a little darker. I mean, at one point, Del Toro's character is shot in the face, you know, gets up. Walk, like takes his little hood off and <laughs> walks to the car and just drives away. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, no, it rules. Huh. Um, but I mean, like, look, it's it's a dark, you know, deep dive in between like what goes on in the Mexican drug cartels and the CIA and all that kind of stuff. And it's a it's a good movie. Mm. And look, it's a hard watch. Yeah, but it but ends on a great. It's an excellent ending. So you want to so. be a soldado? Like it ends on a wonderful note too. And this, isn't it the kid who shot him? Yep. Yeah. You think he's going to kill him, but then he, oh, Benicio. But Benicio is like, he's one of the few guys that makes that movie work the way that it does. And the the, the, um, the dynamic between him and Josh Brolin's character. Oh, it's excellent. He puts a post-it note. He's like, I'm sitting on your couch. Don't kill me. <laughs> exactly. That's Taylor Sheridan, who did the wrote and directed the first one, just wrote the second one. I think he wrote the second one, but man, that's a hell of a... 
hell of a movie. And I think because of Sheridan's successes, we're getting we will get a Sicario three. Has that been officially? Greenlit? Yeah, it's called Capos. Okay, we're we're getting that, and we're also getting a sequel to Wind River, another Taylor Sheridan fun family movie. <laughs> Gather all the kids around. Two excellent excellent movies. That I'm glad we're getting sequels too. Mm. And Chris, Mortal Kombat by director Simon McCoy, Louis Tan. Jessica McNamee, Josh Lawson, 2021. Talk about Kano for a second. This, mov- this movie's also a 10. <laughs> so we got three 10s on the board here, guys. Fun family, fun f- yeah. Three fun family films. No, on all honesty, this movie's a three, but we said it in our original the best view. Three this. This is the, <laughs> the best three I'd ever watched. This is the best three we've ever seen. This, is actually, this movie is fun if you're a fan of the franchise and any of its iterations, whether it's the movies, the uh, the games, or even the comics, the graphic novel and stuff, this is this is actually a lot of fun. They do a great job of bringing the spirit of the game and what makes Mortal Kombat the fun property that it is to life. There's a lot of a lot of uh, like new faces and acting in this uh, in this thing, and a lot of really fun characters. Kano is the highlight, of course, just because of how fun his character's dialogue is the whole time. And then you have an interesting thing between you know the whole Sub Zero and Scorpion uh, feud that that is like probably everyone's favorite storyline in Mortal Kombat oh, yeah, today. That was like the backbone. For yeah, the I forgot about yep. that. Yep. Yeah. So there's a whole lot in this movie to like, and the movie does a good job of like the halfway point. Things get real serious for a minute, and then they have to resolve that, and then everything kind of comes to a head. It, it's crazy it's, shit. Yeah, it's it, it's actually it's actually a fun movie. It's not great, but. For some reason, it just works. But so. there's something to be said for movies that are very aware of what they are, yeah. and they kind of lean into it and oh, lean yeah. into it hard. And Mortal Kombat did just that, and it it did it got all the money it deserved. And I mean, it probably deserved a little more, to be honest. On it, it probably did, but like it's one of those things where like the first Mortal Kombat movie ever did did pretty well because it was you mean in the nineties? Yeah, it was it it was finally there, right? Like like yep. we finally had that film it existed. And then when when Annihilation came out, it didn't lean into that whole you know like self awareness. I think it, it it tried to be you know at least on par of or a little more serious than, than its last movie was, while fitting in the whole Mortal Kombat stuff. The this one that they did in two thousand uh, two thousand and twenty one, just it it really did lean into what you know the fun and the trope of Mortal Kombat yep. to kind of you know make its headway. It yeah. was self aware that it, and it needed to be. Yep, it was fun though. Good movie. Definitely a 10. The machines become self-aware. Thank you, Arnold. <laughs> it's, but that's a good choice. It's a good... I was surprised at how much of fun I had watching that movie. Yeah. It was the best three or four we've ever given. Oh, yeah. For yep. sure. Let's talk about some trailers. Reptile, which I thought was a Mortal Kombat movie for the longest time. Speaking <laughs> of. It is not. <laughs> Benicio Del Toro, Justin Timberlake, Alicia Silverstone. It's a feature on Netflix. What hey, are you thinking, guys? You don't know that. It could be it's still. true. It could I be in the know. end. Ben, that's it. Good talk. Next, next it's one. not about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's not about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's about. I don't know. Killer. It's got. I mean, Del Toro. You know, Justin Timberlake. It's been a while since it's been Justin uh, JT. Yeah. And where the hell has Alicia Silverstone been? <laughs> what the, was that? Uh, I was clearing my throat in my bed. All right, fair. Um, yeah. it, it looks. I, I'm always weary of anything Netflix puts out because they generally just don't know how to make a movie. But I, <laughs> I'm. Well, they don't. Am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, well, no, every occasionally now they do. Yeah, every now and then. Well, fine, but they just don't seem to put any effort into the stuff that they make. I mean, for every five movies, Netflix movies we talk about, one might be okay. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, yeah. You know, I hope Reptile's the one. But it looks like it could be interesting. It's got a lot of vibes of a good thriller if, it, if it, all the right notes are hit, sure. Um, it's on Netflix at least, so you don't have to drive anywhere to go watch it. It's a plus. True. Out there in your, out True. In your living room. It's a big in one. your skivvies if you want to, and your, in your comfies. Sit right there in your underwear. Or naked on your couch sure. if you want to watch it. Fully nude. With a tub of butter and a feather duster. 
both of those things. All three of those things. There mm-hmm. you go. We now know Chris watches movies when his family's gone. Oh, yeah. Zombie Town with Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, Henry Zerny. It's a feature. This looks much better. What the fuck is this? Wait, what do you mean this looks... Excuse me. <laughs> you okay over there? I'm dying. You're dying over there. What do you mean this looks much better? I think it looks fun. It, this could be a lot of fun, I think, if it's handled correctly. Wait, hold up. This looks much better than what? Reptile. You think this looks better than Reptile? Kind of. Bro. No. What? Stop. I, Stop. You watched I, the same trailer I did, right? Oh, hold on a second. But yes, but we, this is the same. We also have... I mean, I like Shaun of the Dead. Same. Shaun of the Dead's a fantastic movie. Hot Fuzz, I, I all those agree. movies Agreed. are very kind of similar to the No, movie. stop no, right dude, there. This is made no. by R.L. Stein. This looks like an old-ass Goosebumps movie. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what it looks like. Get out of here. It could be okay. Here. It could be okay. Listen, I was a Goosebumps kid, kid man. I have we boxes goose- of my old Goosebumps goose goosebumps books still in my basement, I think. Those in a tote. Some money, by the way. Not in the condition there, and I was rough on them. Okay. I didn't keep them very well. But I, I, I love those books, man. This does not look good. I ain't excited to watch this. No, <laughs> there ain't no way. I am. Looks better than Reptile. Well, you, I'm, just, I'm assuming because it's Netflix. I feel like you don't remember the Reptile trailer at this point. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Oh, yeah, well, we will. All right. The Book of Clarence, Benedict Cumberbatch, James McAvoy, Lakeith Stanfield, David Olio. It's a feature. What are we talking about? I appreciate the true telling of the story of Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the very true telling. <laughs> yep. Looks wild. Good. Yeah. Be interesting to see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, it comes out next year. I think January of next year. It looks to be some kind of kind of weird kind. Of, it comes from a stage or a musical. It said. Oh. Oh. It's got singing in it. We saw that and yep. dancing. So well, it's it's a very kind of it's an anachronism we see over there. They're talking in a very like not thirty three A.D. Way. No. No. So. I, I mean, there's other things in this that aren't very 33 AD. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all remember a little movie called Year One. That movie sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want them to release this film right next to a movie like The Hill. Like, I want I want them to, like, release this, like, coinciding with, like, a Catholic movie that comes out. Or a Christian movie. I think that, I think that would be hilarious. Well. Why I not? See, I see your point. Yeah. But no, I mean, sure. you know. I think I think that would be entertaining just to see the box well, the box office. It's got a great cast, comparison. so we'll see what they can do with it. I mean, did you we do we see Benedict in the trailer? Nope, I didn't see. I him. don't believe so. I didn't notice him. Barely the name in the end too. Yeah, at the very end. I don't know. I, I think this looks funny. I actually think this might be good. So I hope it is. If you have to watch it, I hope it is. Mm-hmm. That's that's next year. So we'll, let's let's get through the rest of twenty twenty three, and then we can focus on twenty twenty four. All right, gentlemen, it is that time to talk about the movie of the week. Gran Turismo. We got there quick after the after our fast food debacle. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many people we lost with you talking about the guy pooping in the drains at Long John Silver's. Listen, man, you ask me for stories, I just I bring them. That's all there is to it. Rogers visual of the mid law. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's talk about some Gran Turismo. Let's get some. Let's get some. Um, let's get some out of the way. We have. 63% on the tomato meter and 98 in the audience score. Damn. So that means out of every 90, out of every 100 people, 98 thought it was better than it was bad. So that's always good there. Fair enough. Because the particulars out of the way. split, though. All right. Archie Mudukui as Jan Mardenborough. David Harbour as Jack Salter. Orlando Bloom as Danny Moore. Uh, Darren Barnett as Benny Davis. Uh, Jaiman Hansu as Steve Marmborough, which I loved him as well. Joshua Stardowski as Nicholas Kappa. Directed by Neil Blomkamp. Roger, what's Gran Turismo about? Race cars. 
more specifically? Racing cars. Again, go go one layer <laughs> deeper. People racing cars? Sure. It's Gran Turismo is somewhat of a based on true events of gamers that were taken from the best in the world. There's their times of the best in the world playing Gran Turismo and put on the track and one of them actually became a Gran Turismo racer. Or he became a racer in what Formula One? No. No. GT racing. Oh, GT yep. racing. Yeah, okay. you, you were correct. Um, and then, so, I was surprised to find this was actually some, somewhat of a true story. Somewhat, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's liberties taken. I have well, the that, dude really did win the Gran Turismo Championship and became a driver. Yeah. So, there you go. That's pretty awesome. But yeah. we did see the, the real-life people in the end compared to their mm-hmm. actor counterparts. So yeah. yeah, the real-life guy was one of the stunt drivers for this movie. Yeah, it was, I thought that was really cool, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, of course. That's a yeah. big homage. So, let's talk about it. Let's talk about a few things in particular. This is a PlayStation, and we get the we get the PlayStation, the PlayStation Studios opening, and we've seen The Last of Us already. So I have to assume that everything we saw in that opening, you you saw you saw right. Mm-hmm. I have to assume everything they're including in the opening, we will see sometime in the near future. Maybe. Why would they yeah. Why would they include them if they weren't? Going I mean, to they show? included Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Fiend. <laughs> Next point, sir. Fair. I mean, where listen, who doesn't love? No, crash listen. Movie? If they make a crash movie, the furry community will be on fire. On yeah. fire, yeah, but it's it. not going to happen. <laughs> but we do know they have plans for God of War. We know they have plans for this one. Obviously, they have Last of Us. We saw um, Aloy. What's what's the, the name? Horizon Zero. Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. We, we know that's in production for Netflix. Episodic. We, I'm sure they have plans for some of those and many more. Listen, if they screw up Horizon, I'll be mad, but there's a good chance they do, unfortunately. I'll be, yeah, I'll be very upset. There's a good chance they do, so oh, is what it is. I don't think they can do it. Same with I don't think they can do Metal Gear, but they're going ahead with that one, too. Metal Gear's a weird one. Well, if you don't have the voice, you don't have the character. It's just that simple. You keep it, saying that. <laughs> that that's, I keep saying truth. Not the voice. Snake is not there. You don't have a great track record for things like that, so let's be careful. I know that story inside He now. is factual with his information <laughs> no, no that you have <laughs> a really bad track record <laughs> whatever it doesn't, doesn't matter it doesn't matter um so let's talk about gran turismo mm-hmm. is a very popular is now there's a claim they make in here but i don't think they'd make it if it wasn't true that it is it might not be the best of the two huge racing sims but is the most accurate stop this isn't this is the only racing sim Forza doesn't is claim Forza not a racing Forza, Forza doesn't is claim a to be a racing oh, okay, sim. Okay, okay, fair. I didn't okay, I didn't realize that. So Gran no it is. Now, itself as racing simulation. Exactly. Now, they are also a game whether you like it or not. That's the medium that it's that it's sold through and always has been. If they were to compare the two, then Forza is the bigger series at this point has been for a long time now. But I have a hard time with that because no one plays Forza in Europe. Cuz Xbox isn't big in Europe at all. So I have a hard maybe I don't know, maybe the numbers I'd like to see, but you're probably, you're probably right. Yeah. Forza to sell huge in the U.S. But that being said, Gran Turismo has always made a solid game. It's just yep. Forza started doing, it got ahead of Gran Turismo and in in like all the other features it was it was allowing players to do. It streamlined a lot of stuff, and it had way more options for uh, variety within their games, which Gran Turismo is known for being very like not restrictive. That's the wrong word. Rigid. Yeah, it's got like there there, there are there isn't a ton of variety of things to do and things to race, but you can do a lot with the things you have access to. Which is kind of cool. Fair. And yeah. um, but like Forza did way more at that point. But Gran Turismo is a fantastic property, and we I think we've all been excited once once we saw the trailer for yeah. this new. It was on the slate, so absolutely. You know, it coming down the pipeline was not a bad thing, no matter what. You know, like I don't think you could take, I don't think Forza 
could have done the same thing that Gran Turismo did with with how it delivered everything, especially since it has the it has the true story backing. So I, I'm I'm happy to see that this thing has has a lot of quality behind it after seeing mm-hmm. the film. I was afraid it was going to be kind of a a more traditional style like game movie that we've seen like way in the past, but it did it, it did not do that. This movie has a lot of quality behind it, so I was excited to see that. Good. Well, they they to start things off, they approach it I think with respect. Especially in the, in when the opening moments of the movie, where they where they tell you what this is, they do a good job in bridging the gap between video game adaption and this is going to be not a straight video game adaption. They do yeah. a good job in explaining what this is, what the terms are laid out, what it means to be in this kind of universe. Mm-hmm. I, I really did appreciate that, and, the, and I like the Orlando Bloom character. They use that character in the beginning to because he's telling what he wants to do, but by telling them, he's telling us yeah. what this movie's going to be about. Yeah, I, I appreciate when that happens because. Then the terms of the uni- the, the parameters of the universe are clearly are clearly laid out. It's yep. in our universe. The rules, same rules apply. Physics, everything apply. And it's just it's a it's just an interesting story that happened. That mm-hmm. The true true some true events happened. Mostly true story. Yeah. So first impressions. How do you mean? Just what you walk. Just give me the broad what you walked out of the theater like thinking. Oh, I, I had a I had a good time with this movie. Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a movie, but. About cars. About cars that were raced. Um, By people. I think that this, like, when I left the theaters, I was excited that I got to see this movie. It was actually a lot of fun. It, uh, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I think that's the best way to put, like, my first impressions. So, yeah, like, for me, I like Gran Turismo quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, story was okay. The racing stuff was pretty cool, and how they blended the game with the racing. Mm-hmm. I thought I really enjoyed that. On that point... I think it's fair to say that this is like this isn't your tradition. This is not like a video game movie where like where like this isn't like someone gets sucked into the Gran Turismo no. universe and now they have to race their way out. That's not what this yeah. is. This this is a movie that involves the property Gran Turismo within its own film, yeah. and they use that you know to t- to help you tell the story and kind of kind of merge the game world with like you know the, like the gamer like crowd with the non gamers. Yeah, and it tells a it tells a decent story. Yeah, as well. and they use it and they utilize that to get away with some cool ass visuals and in, in what is a racing movie yep. is what it ends up being. And I think that was really smart on their part. I agree. What about you, Grayson? Uh, I I like the way this I always like the way the film like this are shot. It's that really close, really kind of the shaky I love the shaky cam. I, I know you I've do. always been partial to it. But I have there's so much of that going on here, and it, it works so it, well. If Shahi Cam has one place to be, it's in racing stuff. So I'm okay well, with sure. that. Well, sure, yeah, or like you know car I mean? chases stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like, no, but like, fine. well, racing itself because because it, it's things fucking shake. We got, <laughs> it some, we got some real drone work in this movie. Again. Listen, I was gonna. I, 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 there's one of the things I want to bring up as a positive is some some of the like drone shots after this film. I'm convinced are meant. For race, for Just racing movies, stuff. yeah, because that looks so goddamn cool when they have that time, where, where, like where the cars are coming at them, yep. they're getting that shot. The drone shots in this are just chef's kiss. Like it, it, it would make um, who's the director that was doing them for a minute there, Michael Bay. Michael Bay, it make him blush because these are good, right? Like, like these are fantastic so shots. You, the you can thank Fox Sports Racing, NASCAR racing team for that because yep. they started doing that. Yep. And it's they, they look fantastic in this, hands down. And someone needs to have a meeting. Christopher Nolan needs to meet with Sony. And Sony needs to do their sound. Because the sound in this film, the Good. sound and the music is fantastic. Oh, oh my goodness. I've yeah. ne- I haven't been like like impressed with like the sound design and the music of a film in a long time. Everything fit. Half these films, I'm too old. Half these songs, I'm too old. I haven't heard them. But they fit for what we were actually like, you know, 
in the scene for. So it was just well, great job with the that. The Kenny G was where you were at. <laughs> Ken, no, the Kenny G I got. Yeah, no. And the Anya. Anya, Anya, whatever her name is, yeah. Um, I really, there's two moments where I thought that when the crash was happening, the, 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 the piece of music that was playing then, of course, then when he won the Winter Circle, just incredible. I can't quite pin down where that is, but it's from another film mm. that Sony did. I can't quite pin it down, but I'll, I'll think of it. Yeah. But it's just, it's, I, th- I think you're right. Especially in racing films, the sound has to be on. Oh, yeah. On point. yeah, yeah. It has to be. Like, if it sounds not on point, then you've, the whole movie is done. Well, because, like, I mean, name a good racing film that's happened besides this one, except, you know, except for Ford v. Ford v. Ferrari. Rush. Race, like an actual, no, like an actual racing film. Wasn't that about racing? That was well, Formula One. Driven. You think Driven is, is like, is just as good as this one, though? No. Oh, that's what I mean. A good one. Days yeah. of Thunder. <laughs> my boy Tom Cruise. <laughs> but like, I, my point is, is that, is that like, you know, like these aren't easy to do well. It, it's easy. Fast to, and the Furious. That's not. A, that's not a. That, that's not about racing anymore. No, it's not. It's, you know what I mean. The first few were, but they were. Well, yeah, the first but, one was actually, and the third one. Yeah. Actually, one and three are the only two about. Yeah, racing. and yeah, yeah. They're, they're, those yeah. films aren't about racing. They just have racing in them. We're like, like this is a film about racing, Definitely. and it's done well. And that's not easy to. It's easy to make a movie about racing. It's not easy to make one that's good. And this does a good job of that. Yeah, it's it's a decent flick. I agree. I I would like to know. I know that Roger, you said before we started shooting it. Well, I, I brought up the fact that people really have a really struggle with the. There's a there's a pretty horrific crash scene in this film, and it apparently is is what happened. I don't know if it's beat for beat what happened, but he does. Jan does go off the track. He, he a spectator does get killed. A spectator does get killed. I wish they use his name. I, I think you said that, Roger. You wish they had given his name, but maybe the family didn't want his name to be used. I think it would have been a nice memoriam for somebody. I think they so. want to tell a story, but, but I mean, I th- that's the one thing this movie did get a little bit of heat about about that some of that stuff being inaccurate around that the death of the spectator, I guess. And listen, I didn't do the deep dive into it because, like, look, it's a sad situation, yeah, you know. But ultimately, to me, this is just a movie, so I yeah. wasn't going to dig into. There's that a lot. Th- there's a lot in here about like the true event stuff that isn't sure. accurate. That it, that isn't accurate or isn't like doesn't line up the way that it happens. This movie isn't like a beat for beat kind of like playoff on this. No. it's further away than most. It and actually like, like once you look into it, but that's fine. That doesn't matter. You know, it, it's one of those things where you know if you have a problem with that part of the story being told, wouldn't you have a problem if they didn't tell that part of the story, though? So, yeah, like, that's the thing. It's, like, it's one of those damned not, if you do, exactly. damned if you don't things. Yeah, I, I think you're just always going to have a crowd that's kind of upset with how that's handled. Well, I mean, anytime you make a, a story, excuse me, you make a, use a movie that involves a story around the death of somebody, you know, however you portray it, there's no perfect answer for it. No. And... If you focus on it only a little bit, and then you never focus on it enough, if you focus on it too much, well, maybe that's a little bit heavy-handed, yeah. like those sort of things. But like, like I think they did a good job at you know portraying like how it actually happened. Because like, look, it if it's anywhere near true, it's a complete accident. Like, mm-hmm. it's just something that happens, and that's even what his team tells him, you know, to try to get his mind back into. It. He's like, as part of racing, it's dangerous. Yeah. Oh, well, like uh, I. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show. My dad's side of the family, they're three, they're third generation sprint car racers. Sure, I think we, I think me and you have talked. about I think this so. Thing. And those things, those things are fast. Yes, they are. And when they, but the thing is, they're, they're quick, fast. They're too. so lightweight, and they have that wing. When they, when they wreck, they wreck. I've seen one of those live in person roll over and over again, 
and they have safety fences that go up, and then like, and then like the top of the fences, they go inward, so like degrees, so you can't get out. I've seen one of those roll over those into in, in, into bleachers. Mm-hmm. It happens, Jeez. and like, but like that's something that it, it's it's just an accident. You can't you can't. There's in that moment the safety, all the safety's there that is required and is over the top, and that stuff just happens. So it, it is it is what it is in, yep. that, in that you know scenario. Happened in NASCAR a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. The guy went up the catch fence and right into the crowd. Yep. Yeah. That's scary as hell. Yeah, and it's unfortunate what happens, but I don't. I like it, it, the fact that if the movie is catching criticism for any of that, is I'm it telling you, it's, it's not it's necessarily criticism. It's just like, hey, some people didn't think that they handled this cry right. But again, though, it is still silly to think that, hey, you know, how do you want it? Yeah, you know, like there is no right or wrong here. You just think that they did it wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So let's talk a little bit about character stuff for a minute. Let's shift gears here. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of Yawn? You like him? Yawn as a character or the actor? Why not both? Okay, well, actor, I think acting-wise, I think he's fantastic. See, the dude, he's popping up a lot of stuff recently. He has. So yep, but I, I think I think he's really good yeah, so I th- far. I thought he did a fantastic job. Yawn, though, I don't know anything about, so I couldn't tell you. But the, the guy who portrayed him, I thought, did a sure. great job well, in whatever. I mean, Yawn as the character the movie gives us. And the us. bubble that we get, I think... He's an interesting dude. Listen, he's passionate. Mm-hmm. He's driven by yeah. what he believes. I think he's a little. I think he's a little too closed off at the beginning. Honestly, well, he's kind of a bitch. He, he kind of. He kind well, of I, is. It just depends <laughs> on it. They 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 go hard into the whole father son yeah. dynamic, and I, which I appreciate. Well, I, I was going to say that was something I actually wanted to bring up because this is one of the criticisms I've seen of it is how cliche some of the characters are. And don't get me wrong, there, there's a lot of cliches in this film. That's probably the one thing that I can agree with criticisms wise yeah, about no, this is, is this is by the numbers. You know what's going to happen. There's no surprises here, really. Like not really, but like, like the father son thing. Like you know, everyone says, well, that's such a cliche character. I don't know. I grew up, you know, I grew up, you know, gaming as a kid. And that being the main thing that I did, you know, for most of the most of my growing up, and I had that dad who was like, you know, who didn't get it, didn't understand, didn't agree with it, didn't want to see me playing playing my you know, playing my video games all the time, and I dealt with that. Yeah. that. I think that's a common thing that a lot of people now don't really like. They don't really think about those kind of things when they say it. it was like, you know, well, this was cliche, or you know, well, you know, why is the dad acting that way? That's like a real thing for some people. Yeah, at yeah. least if it was said a few years, a little bit. Further back oh, in yeah. time, absolutely. Oh yeah, it is, it, 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 like I get that. I got that character. Like you know, I was like, oh, I I know that guy. You know, and I think that they did a good job with that. Yeah. So uh, my dad was kind of like that for me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, except uh, when I got a little bit older, I taught him how to play games with me, uh-huh. and uh, got him hooked on Tiger Woods golf. I did similar. And, uh, Tiger Woods. Dude, listen, he got because like. When I went away to college, I left like my old Xbox. Mm. Like I left it. Yeah, yeah. And he got good. All right. And when I came back, I still whipped his ass. Okay. Right? Okay. Like no, I of course humbled him. Right? Yeah, yeah. But look, he was respectable. There you like, go. He played well. Look, I beat the shit out of him, but he played well. Never, ma- never got mad about mm-hmm. it. He was just like, all right, all right. He's like, I guess so. I still. I think any better. parents from that our generation, Roger, especially ours. I don't know, Chris, you fit into that, but you're tail end of it. Is that they kind of don't. Because we were like at the beginning of like the games becoming actual games, not mm-hmm. like Pong. Yeah. Or well, they, when they Pong. became Mario, more than yeah. games, more yeah. than Mario, yeah. more than side scrolling. But that's the thing is like anyone after us, of course, they're gonna grow, they're gonna have children, but they grew up playing. So like, exactly. gonna, so like we're in that we we had that one generation that can't the parents just didn't get it. Me and my kids were just playing TMNT Shredder's Revenge a day, man. You know nice. what I mean? Like you know, all together. Well, like like on cut off of you, uh, 
me and my brother, we did the same thing for our stepdad. Mm-hmm. We told him how to play Madden. Yeah. So, you know, he, he was lob corner X and, you know, it was yeah. like, you know, what was his go-to. But, like, you know, more in, more in touch with, like, the whole gaming side of things is uh, uh, me and my brother also taught our mom how to play World of Warcraft. Nice. Changed her life. She quit her job and everything. Whoa. <laughs> well, just, started, that, but... just started playing Warcraft. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I don't think... I don't think that's a good idea. But wait, wait, what? Huh? What? In hindsight, huh? I think maybe that was slightly regrettable. No, no, no. no. <laughs> my, my dad made plenty of money. My, yeah. my mom worked because she wanted that's to. That's funny, time, though. So, yeah. it's, that's really cool. Yeah, she really, like, she dug into it, and to this day, she still plays. You I know, know I just I mean? watched so. one of my best friends beat the shit out of his kid in Madden. Like, put Hell him, yeah. Like, almost dropped a hundo on him. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> until you stop it, boy, this yeah. is what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Fucking 13-year-old out there talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> just gets smacked yep. in oblivion. But like, I, get, I, get good, scrub. I think that's the, it. <laughs> I think the point is is that like, like, like that character, while being cliche, is an actual like person that some gamers will connect with. Well, but, yeah. but cliches exist because they happen so often. Yeah, well, exactly. they, they, started, yeah. so they all start somewhere. Right? Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. You don't get to... You don't just become a cliche. Yeah. The, the one heavy-handed cliche I thought was the father showing up in his trailer right before the last race. Sure. It's heavy handed, but I, I, you know, Chris, well, look, I, that, you didn't look you, over at you me. I was going to say, shit. that moment was you your favorite. You didn't look at me, but I was fucking. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't want to look at you and see the truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to be there in that moment. At that bad. moment, I wish I would have sat behind you. Know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I was like trying to wipe my eyes. Like, no, I, I saw the core of my eye. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker is Because he actually, I don't, he, most people who do a crying scene, like, you can tell that crying scenes are tough to do on. Oh, yeah. Like even the best actor really struggled with it, but I think Jamin, he really pulled it all. He really made it believable. That's what killed oh, yeah. me. Dude, like, he's a pro. Oh, he is. He's 100%. A pro. Yeah. So, I, but I, like, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but, like, that's the one, like, cliched moment. I was like, ah, a little heavy hand. Well, I think that's the one cliche you need in this film, though, because, yeah, that's, because they didn't yeah. utilize him anywhere else. So, like, well, you got to have that moment. Well, they set up the, they set up in the beginning with him, but if without that scene, you don't get the... You don't get the payoff. Well, yeah, yeah. Set up That's that what I mean. Yeah. Thing. Well, like, and and I almost made a joke in that moment when I saw you kind of like wiping. I was, I was, we get it. He has a dad because I, I, you know, I didn't really like have like too much of that growing up. So it was like, you know, I'll get it. He has a supportive father now. Oh my god. But you know, it was As a family who loves him. How dare <laughs> oh he? man, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Let's go back to the beginning for one second. Yeah. Is talk about the whole setup with Jan and his parents. His mom gets him, but most moms get their kid. They understand, even though they're they're less harsh than they should be because they're moms. But sure, it, the setup was where I thought was an okay setup. Jan is just his brother's the star. Graduated. Yeah. He's going. He's going. Younger to brother too. Which that's usually not the case. Well, that's. It's usually it's usually flipped. It's usually the older brothers, like you know, like just like cast Ed. the shadow. Yeah, There's two exactly. different types of cliches that come out of that. Is the younger is the father, the younger brother, and the father are both teaming up on the older son. Yeah, yeah. But like that's the whole thing is, it. I thought they set it up well, and especially with getting away from the cop, was an interesting. I didn't know they'd go that far, but it's an interesting way because even if he'd gotten caught. Over. Life mm-hmm. is over yep. for like three years. Mm-hmm. Done. Say that I'm the better driver and I'll take all the blame. Yep. <laughs> Up to the last second he made yep. him he made him do that, yeah. How hilarious was it they're driving down the road just switching beers in between cars? I, I thought of you the second I saw that scene, yeah. honestly. Yeah. No, but like like I don't know. I've done stupid shit in my day with my friends driving cars that oh, like I would never do shit. again. Yeah. Period. But you look discussion. at it and you'd be like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" Well, well, it's like I mean, like, I, like we've been shouted at from other drivers on the road saying, you know, guys driving, you know, probably my age now saying, you know, you're gonna kill somebody if you guys don't calm down. Yep. You know, just laughing our asses down the well, hot because you know. you're you're unkillable. Yeah, exactly. Never well, die. The, the yeah. amount of times I went to a party at Westlake or Wheeling Jesuit and like 
I don't remember driving home. Like I was so drunk. Like no, 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 no. Don't do was, that. It was bad. <laughs> no, and that's that's a hell of a trip. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, there's a place here in Chase. I used to take our cars and hit it at like 50 miles an hour just to ramp into the air. Yep. Like it's a fucking residential area. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, no, that's insane. Yep, yep. Like nope. as as an adult man with children, I'm like, those fucking what, are, what uh, an uh, asshole. Me and no, three, of, me and three of my buddies used to drive around, uh, like just drive around, like get to Adina and back roads and stuff. Oh, yeah. However, it was in an RX-7. Those don't have a back seat. There were four of us. They had that hatch that yeah, had that, yeah, yeah. like yeah. laying in the back. I used to be back. <laughs> No idea that like one bad, you're all dead. Oh, 100 like, percent. It doesn't even enter your brain. You no. slide off the road right into the trees. Stupid and you're just shit. Gone forever. Just <laughs> dumb stuff, man. Yeah, just Whoosh. it's terrible. Anyway, but back to the film here. So now let's talk about stupid shit we did as kids for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so keep it going. Back to the film. Yeah. yeah. Some some more things I really liked in moving away from the cliches is, uh, it didn't become about Kappa. Which is it's a that's a pitfall it could have it could have become sure it didn't become a rivalry thing because it goes back to the harbor character. Now I told you when I was uh, told you both in a text maybe it was just you that yeah that's a day this is a David I think you told me when we were doing the show oh yeah it is and I in the second time watching I was able to confirm that but he steals the show David Harbor is well I mean let me ask you let me ask you a dumb question. What's Dave Harbor ever fucking bad in? Well, we, have, we have a ghost. He, well, no, no, no. He, he wasn't fine. bad. Fine. Okay. Yeah. That movie is ass. He's fine. <laughs> well, like I, I think David. Someone, someone said this, and I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna echo. I don't know who to credit, but like David Har- Harbor right now is the is the best any man actor. Like he can play anybody. Like anybody who's anybody, Chameleon. he can play. Him, sure. Right. He's he's that he's that every man guy, and I, he again he does fantastic here, and. Even his character is kind of a cliche. He's the gruff old mentor that you know. Of course, he yeah, never made it. That blah, blah, blah. Way it is a cliche. Exactly, but, yeah. but at the same time, he brings a certain charm to it. Where like like he he's instantly likable. You, you're yep. you're not like waiting for to like to agree with this guy. You're not waiting to waiting to go. Okay, I you know this guy knows what he's doing. You immediately like him when he's on screen and, and and the way that he's like he's giving things out. It's that first discussion with with Orlando Bloom he has. Mm-hmm. That you're like. Okay, yeah, I already like this guy, yeah. and you can't help it because it's just his how good he is in, in in the role, and I think it's 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 written well for him. To, how about to when they're at off. dinner and he's like, "You you break too early in turn four and he's like, "We're doing this now." He's like, "Yeah, I guess we are." You said you said you wanted us all take this more seriously, <laughs> that, but he's also given material that it's not. He's not just the gruff old mentor. He's he's coming at it. They they were they were clever enough to write his character. So it's not just that. It's he knows when it goes bad, it goes real bad. Well, yeah, well, yeah. No, he and evolves as a character. I think mm-hmm. the thing he is, he's he he's also he's also very fair. And when they were talking about because when Jan and Maddie raced for the and then Jan ended up winning like one one thousandth of a second first. Orlando Bloom's like, but Maddie's more marketable. Yeah. We can use him, and he didn't. He barely. He didn't I like lose. that they don't show the rest of that interaction. That it's just yeah. like five seconds later, and they're like, "You're the winner." Yep. <laughs> well, but then, but the, my thing is, he's like Jan won. Jan gets it. I don't care who's more marketable. I'm giving like he's fair, but he's he's honest. Yeah, like that's what that scene was meant to give you. Well, is yeah, he doesn't. He does things by the book, but like he's also fair. Well, I just like it. how he was so taken aback by like well, not even taken aback. But he was just like he was, he was like confused by his like yeah, but 
Jan won though. Jan won. So yeah, I don't. We have proof. Jan yeah, won. yeah, Jan won, right? Yeah. Like that, that. That was the deal. <laughs> like <laughs> so, but but I don't mind them giving the perspective of Orlando Bloom's character because, like you know, of course the marketing guy is going to think wants that some way. more marketable person. Yeah, yeah. no, I get it. Hundred percent make him a villain. No, actually, on that note, that's no, a no. well. The, the, uh, that's actually a good a good thing to bring up too. That cliche doesn't happen. Orlando Bloom doesn't become like the scummy. Corporate guy, true, true. In the end, like that has yeah. the railroad something get a better guy in here all of a yeah. sudden. All the like, like when 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 things went south and they and like when he said, you know, Nissan or what, do you, what, what, what? How do they pronounce Nissen. it? Nissan. It yeah, Nissan. that's how they say. It, yeah. Okay, yeah. So well, I say like, Nissan. well, like when he says, you know, when, like you know, they're th- they're thinking about you know not bringing us back on. I thought the next line was going to be. So we're bringing so and so back, yeah. and you're out. You know what I mean? Like no. I thought, like like oh, here we go. Now we're going to prove ourselves again. But they didn't do that because that was like that's the usual character line that you're he right. has. You're right. Yeah. I like that they didn't do that. They that went, was cool. They went to an absolute let's circle the wagons and mm-hmm. bear down sort of thing, and they do. And you know what though? I think maybe though something like that pulls from the true life part of it. Maybe. Like maybe you know, hey, look, maybe he's kind of a dick. You know, I get it. Like he's a corporate level marketing guy. Yeah, of course he's kind of. Yeah, he has a perspective. Yeah, that's how he's got to be. And then they take him, and like he's also a real life person. Yeah. That you know, hey man, I kind of hitched my wagon to this kid, and mm. you know, he's not a bad kid. I like him. Had some bad shit happen. Uh, you know, he's got my support. Yeah, his his success is going to be my. Yeah, success. we're linked together yeah. no matter what happens but here. They also didn't go down the route of the other side of the coin of him saying, "Well, you said one side is." We got to bring in Maddie. You're out. Yeah. We got to protect the. We got to protect the pro- project. But they also didn't go the other way of saying like, because the movie just didn't go there. Is they allowed Jan's racing to do the talking and and, and um, Harbor's character to talk through him. But mm-hmm. they also didn't go through the character where like they forced the Bloom character to be like, okay, well, it's you or it's Jan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he didn't like. Okay. And like he walks out with all of his briefcase. Jan still has and yet like they didn't do that, yep. which would have been yeah. equally as bad. So it, it, in a movie full of tropes, obvious ones, they actually didn't use all of them. True. Which was actually kind of nice. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's what I, I did like too. Better. One last trope that they didn't use is they didn't use anything from like high level corporate troping. Be like, well, your success True. is not being measured as we expected. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And then it pushes everybody. Like they could have done that. Is you mm-hmm. know, is trickle down effect. I think. I think a piece of that could be. I think a piece of that could be that um, Nissan as a company. Probably didn't agree, wouldn't agree to being the Don't villain, bad in the villain way. in any way, shape, or form, and that's because that that's a big thing culturally. No, sure, uh, as well. To where like we're like you know we are not the bad guy. We you will not show us as the bad guy. Yep. We will be the agreeable. We will allow through. you to use our name, and it will only be positive. Ex- exactly. Yep. yep. Which well, also that's, that, that's an easy thing for the filmmakers to agree to. Oh, one hundred percent. But it yeah, no, doesn't it. mean that the stipulation didn't come cool. down. <laughs> no, right. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because they were like, oh yeah, we'll do it. Somebody's like, no, no, we're gonna put it in writing that you yeah. don't fucking do that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. We didn't see any of that high end corporate stuff. Nope. Because like, it would have been unfavorable if it, if you're going the true route. I'm sure there was a lot of red tape above Jan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wanted him out and Maddie in, but I, I like the choices they made were a lot of good mm-hmm. choices. I, I agree with that. And it's it's important, I think, especially with those bringing those two guys back to race. Like that's he beat them. But they came back to like the, for the the, the Le Mans. Yeah, race. well, they said that they they put them into the lower tier racing, and they were and they said Maddie was still he was yeah. successful. Yeah, so. yeah. He just had he just he uh, he like they had their license uh, their uh, their FIA license at that point or whatever mm-hmm. it was. So, so yeah, so they were doing well. So let me ask you another question then with with relation to the, how this movie did, Chris. And you were watching with me. I tried to really suppress my because like I was fucking hell the first time I watched this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, phallic penis motion. Yes, thank you, Roger. I and what? I <laughs> the fuck are you talking yeah, what? about? What are you thinking well, about? This is an Jesus audience. Jesus so Christ. It's crazy, but... What that never I happens was, here in the even studio. Even the second time watching it, when he was... That last race, that long, I mean, I was wanting to, like, jump. It's just what the movie does well is the, it builds tension correctly mm-hmm. and it lets you celebrate when Jan celebrates. It lets you get there with Jan. Yeah. And even the second time viewing, I was like, oh, I love it. Out, but I suppressed it because I didn't, <laughs> I don't want you to be like you. You suck to watch a movie with, like Roger always says. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but I, I, even the second time, I was just as enthralled and entranced by. So, with the extension of that, I want to ask you guys about Maddie's crash in the aftermath. The okay. conversation that that Harbor's character has with him when they when they come back to the crash site. Where you get the other piece of uh, Jack Salter's mm-hmm. story, and yes. I mean, like that's fine. Yeah. Because like he doesn't make doesn't make Yawn pride out of him. He's like, Look, man, I've been here. Not exactly here, but pretty fucking close to it, right? You know, and he tells the whole story about he was neck and neck with what well, he says was his teammate or something, yeah. right? And his best friend. And he died. And he said, Because of that, he's like, it was I walked away. He's like, I couldn't be part of that anymore. He goes that's on me. That's a choice I made. He talks about losing his nerve. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, that... As a driver, you can't do that. Well, yeah, but, like, it happens to a lot of guys in sports, I bet. Like, I've, I've, I've seen it with, you know, like I said, like, my family's third-generation sprint car. I've seen that with, with a young guy that they wanted driving their car for a while. He, he had a bad wreck one time, and... It was he, over. He was never able to hit the gas quite quite like he did before, and, you know... I he get had, that, too. He, 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 he ended up cycling out, and yeah. they brought someone else in. It dulls, dulls your instincts, man. Yep. You're they not, can. You're not the person... Yep. Sometimes you're not the person after that, and that's my, okay. My point of bringing that scene is, I think that's one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful scene in the whole film. Sure, is, it's it's meant to be. I wasn't as impressed with it because I knew it was gonna it was gonna be oh, there. Sure, you know, what, you well, know what I mean. I mean, listen, you want to talk tropes? Oh well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> let's let's do it. <laughs> I like, however, in that scene, I do like the fact that like like he doesn't. He doesn't like bring him there and then tell him, you know, like if you don't get over this hurdle, you know, like you know, like you know, you got to stare this thing in the face, and you know, he doesn't he does he, in different ways. Yeah, he right? does, but he do, he doesn't give it that like that straightforward thing that we're used to hearing, and like in the, like the tropey speech in that moment. He doesn't do the hammer and nail. He doesn't, but and the, but the PBS afternoon special. Yeah, version. but the way he closes it out though, I think is perfect for the character that they wrote, where he, he holds a key out. He doesn't ask him if he will or tell him he should. No. He says, "Finish your lap." Yep. <laughs> like and like it's that was it. It's weird how he like. He hesitates his hand and like gr- like very hesitantly grabs the key. And then he like, just casually gets out of the car and yeah. gets yep. to the other side. Yep. Oh, he gets the door for him. Yep. It's like you know, all right. But then the extension of that is when he's losing and when he's when Lamont starts, he starts he, sees he starts losing it. Yeah, crash. yeah. And then like that's when Jack starts. Or is, no, yeah, Salter, Jack. Jack Salter yeah, Salter starts yeah. playing. The Kenny, Kenny G, G over yeah, the yeah. Radio, which I thought was hilarious. I know, everyone, not even him, not yeah. just him. Everyone was like, "Stop that! What has happened?" But it worked, and then he's, and then that speech he gives about get back in this fight, like yeah. that's fucking incredible, man. Like, yep. I loved it. I loved it. It wasn't too much. It was perfect. Yeah, it's it's never too much in this movie. Yep. And David uh, Harbor, I think, is one of those. I don't. Boy, it'd be tough. I don't want to see anyone else next. Like usually, I'll, be, I'll agree. Like this person can done it. Yeah, sure, sure. But like, yeah, there's probably a couple Harbor's who could have done it. But Harbor kills it, man. Like he's it. great. He kills it. Jan is more replaceable than than Harbor is. Probably so. Well, probably, but I mean, I think it's easier to place like you know just like some young actor you Which know is playing. Weird he's some... the protagonist. He's the main character. Yeah, but at the same time, this movie. 
Well, I mean, the, how many times have we seen a movie that has a main character? You're like, well, shit, that could have been anybody. Yeah, I mean, I mean this movie... This isn't a, a slight on that guy either, by the no, way. No, no, not at all. But it's just one of those things where, like, like this movie and what it's about could be played by anybody because sure. it, it's just, sure. you know, you're turning this faceless guy and giving him a face all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're giving him that, that movie spotlight kind of, like, you know, front character deal where, you know, you have a guy who's known like, like you know, like, like John, old John is, and, you know, he kills it on screen. It's hard to not think... I don't want anybody else to do this now that I've seen this guy do it, yep. you know? It's different when it's a mediocre role or a mediocre job, you know what I mean? It, it's a little different in that regard. Yeah. Harper kills it, man. Though. He, he does, he does. He, he's great at this movie. I mean, like you said, when you said it to me after I watched the movie, I was like, well, I totally understand what you mean because mm-hmm. he's the one person in this movie that's not replaceable. Yeah. Like, he's not. Um, I do appreciate the fact that he's still, you know, with the little Sony get the drive in there, still rocks the original Walkman, yep. even with the... The orange, yeah, the orange ones, things. yeah. Well, like we talked about oh, that yeah, in the Chris theater, asked me, like, yeah. Mid movie is is the whole headphone situation, yeah. yeah. Like, but Sony, you got to remember, is also a electronics manufacturer. So like, Sony do, loves yeah. their to play with their old tech. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. why, like, look, when he upgrades him to an MP3 player, MP3 player, <laughs> it's well, still I mean, the Walkman brand MP3 yep, player yep. too, by the way, which yeah. is great. And also, the you brought up the over the headphones. Which you see that in like people who do music, but yeah, well, but that, if you're not in that field, but you don't see those old fuzzy ones. You see those like over the ear right, ones, though. You see these, the ones yeah. You see noise cancelers, yeah. Yeah, I have my is, DJ like, I stuff seen, here in the I haven't seen, studio, like, by the way. And we live in the world of like we live in the age of we you know wireless stuff, mm-hmm. so it's it's not often you get to see. But it's not. I mean, Apple changed the game with as it goes again too, because those are amazing. But I've seen uh, those are everywhere now. They've seen the Apple ones everywhere, but. Um, Sony does make the over-the-ear ones too, and they're not bad. The mm-hmm. Bose make over-the-ear stuff. Like Chris that. has the Bose ones. Mm-hmm. Those I, are Bose, no joke. I Bose over and 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 earbud style ones. They're fantastic. Yeah, they yeah, are. Out, of, out of this world, good. Another thing about John uh, John Harbor, I want to bring up is Dave. He, Dave Harbor. Dave Harbor. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Dave Harbor. I've mixed their two characters tonight. I did. Jack. Um, yeah. Uh, he probably brought it a little bit harder than what like most people would if they would have found anybody else because he's he's a gamer too. Yep, he he's huge in that. Games. Oh yeah, he's yeah, like we're also in the generation of actors that like like your boy yeah. um, 40k guy mm-hmm. uh, yep. Kevil, Henry Cavill yep. is also a gamer. Like, oh yeah, we're going in that generation of game where like all these guys are going to start well, guys and girls are going to start pushing the films they want to be in because like I love that. Yeah, let's exactly. fucking yep. make it. Yep. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that Harbor is a was a, is a avid. Um, GT already. He might be. I mean, I I, I know he pl- I, I know he plays a lot of online stuff. So good for him. Yeah. Is there anything you guys didn't like about this? I mean, we've already touched on some stuff. It is it is it is kind of tropey. Yeah. And it's probably too long. It's right? probably too long. It is. So like so like something that probably came down from like higher ups as they were making this movie was like the forced love interest. You could remove every scene with her in it, and it doesn't change anything. Well, can can I put a counterpoint to that? Sure. Though? I don't think they use her enough. Well, because I agree with Roger. You know, look, there, I, I will agree with you. I think this yeah. movie's too long, and I don't mind him having a love interest. Because, like, look, I'll assume just this assumption though that that's maybe semi true, okay? Mm-hmm. And if it is semi true, why didn't they play that up a little bit more? Because I mean, like, look, it'd be cool, right? Just think about it, if it's you know one hundred percent a true story, like. Hey, the, the dude made it. He got his license the way he did. Gets a little bit of money, and the guy's like, "Bro, just call your girl, fly her out here." Yeah, yeah. And then you you end up in Tokyo for a weekend. That's a hell of a cool story, well, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a throwaway piece of this movie. Well, it is, but like, well, like you say, you know, they they could have they could have used it more. But at the same time, like, only reason why you think that is because they they used 
used it not enough to begin with. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, so that's like, probably fair. Yeah, so like it, it, it feels very forced in that regard that they used it as much as they did because it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't matter. So like, you could have saved 15, 20 minutes of the film by not having it in there because it's not necessary to anything that happens. And do you, uh, you were going to say something. Do you disagree with that? I, I'm always the guy that's going to going to disagree with taking love interest out of a movie for a young guy like Jan that's a big motivator for him what did it it but it wasn't that didn't motivate him one well, time in this I don't film know, but it could have been a bigger part of the story that we didn't get to see I don't know anything about Jan in real life maybe so it could she could have been a huge part of his life yeah okay okay but let's hypothetically say what if she what if she was a completely made up part of this film what well, she could have been and Hollywood loves to Play the romance and everything. Yeah, but uh, like, I like, get that. Like, it, it's not it's not necessary towards the movie we got. So you can't. So you can't even say like it, it's a motivator because it wasn't for him. His motivation was that that to prove that he could do this because it's something he's always wanted to do. She didn't motivate him at all at any point. But it's it's also the whole like again you want to talk tropey about gamers and girls is hmm. we love to see you know that's the whole thing no the like, trophy of gamers and girls would have been he'd have been super awkward and never talked to her at all ever <laughs> I mean, he would have got really sweaty when she walks over and sits down to him he just gets sweaty and stutters and walks he just, away he just leaves yeah. yeah or she says something he says something completely out of the fucking left field because he's nervous I like to drive and then cars. spills his drink and spits it on her and then walks away that's the trope yeah, you know what yeah, I mean fair. so I like to drive cars fast yeah so I why do you like cars because they go places <laughs> And you're, scene. You're pretty. <laughs> and just leaves. <laughs> and then she goes and hangs out with the brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah, okay, the fair. sports the sports guy. Yeah. It's that's fair. the trope. I don't think you can I don't think the right choice is getting rid of it all together. Nah, but I mean I, I will agree with you though. There's probably fifteen minutes here that yeah. don't need to be here. Yeah. Well listen, you put take out wherever you want. There's like one other thing that I thought that maybe we got too much of but not enough in depth stuff. Like look, I want to know more about their training. Like, how yeah. they're learning how to practice driving and stuff. Like, look, I think that's interesting as shit. Yeah. All we do is get fast cuts and snips, and then people are gone, people are gone, people or are gone. Or a little more time in the actual races in the middle, I think. Or, or, or just in any of the races. So Spend some the, more time in some of the races. I think the one race that I would have loved to see is the one where their car, when he DNF'd. Yeah. When the car blew up. Because mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen his reaction. Okay, yeah. And, like... That's different than, like, yeah. Because yeah, it's a losing. whole different world. Like, he didn't lose, mm-hmm. but... That's the opportunity is now gone. Yep. You know, and I love to see Yawn's reaction, Yawn and Jack's reaction to see how they would handle it together. Because, like, look, they form a decent team, right? They do. Like, they have a form of trust after a couple of races, like when, you know, after, especially after the uh, brakes thing. Yeah. You know, that he understands how the cars work. So it would have been interesting to see how they played up that dynamic. Now, listen, I'm not saying that needs to be 15 minutes more or anything like that, but you just. Fucking plow right through that. Like, that wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing that, because you're asking things that we didn't like, the last thing I think they don't like about the film is the bad guy, the Kappa people. I think, like, the whole villain of the story, which is supposed to be Kappa and supposed to be that young driver, they, like, half-assed the whole villain thing. They don't need that in the film. I get that. But, like, why do it half-assed? Like, either, you know, you don't if have to do have... it at all, you got to commit to it. Yeah, like, because, like, 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 you don't give a shit. And, you're, you're, like, he's never really the villain. He's just a douchebag driver that shows up yeah, who's a problem sometimes he's not even a problem every time so it's like why even begin this this way did they do that just because they needed to they couldn't figure out a reason to get to get dave dave's character I've to quit his job well, how, how else do you get a chromed out gold lambo that maybe that's what right? it is <laughs> <laughs> well no i i have a feeling there's a long there's a much longer version of this for 100 if the budget was 175 million we didn't see that version on screen, mm, we okay. didn't see 175 million being spent. So I'm assuming there's a longer version that cut out a lot of certain things 
Um, maybe they cut out more of the Kappa stuff. Maybe. We didn't, because we didn't really get a... It was satisfying seeing Kappa lose, but it wasn't like villain satisfying. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I, so, I, think, I, I think that's I my point, that. yeah. But you had to because, I mean, you had to go into it because of how he quit. So you couldn't just nix it from the story. Yeah. If yeah. that's really how he quit, then that's true. That's an easy scene to shoot, so why gotcha. not? But then you have to bring Kappa back. And, mm-hmm. they, you know, I would have preferred just to... Him and Yon to have some sort of, even though I said I didn't, it didn't become all about them. I'm glad it didn't, but it could have. Yon could have done. There could have something, been something there, yeah. Some yeah. Little, you know, about the, especially in the end. But I think they wanted to make the end more celebratory for the same way that it is in GT, mm-hmm. the, the actual game, and like make it kind of parallel yeah. to how it is. So the other trope that didn't happen was the Kappa guy didn't like relentlessly come up and shake his shake hand, hand afterwards. Yeah, you're a good. I love yeah. all sim racers now. Yeah, well, yeah. all right, man. I maybe you. maybe you are a real driver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, listen. I think one of the things that has to be true is I, I guarantee you, like, if any of that's true at all, with them dicking around on each other to track when he hit that car at full speed, I was like, holy shit. Mm, yeah, because like, look. That car was fucked. Yep. And that guy should have been messed up bad. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Like, those are the ones people don't walk away from right there. Yeah. That was Hit not a right car away. going at fucking 300 kilometers per hour. What's that? Uh, 205? It's fast. It's, yeah. it's I love those fast. videos where you see, like, a car hit, like, a pole at, like, 10 miles an hour. And then, like, you've seen them on YouTube. It's, yeah. like, 10, then 40, and then yep. 100. Yeah. And like, oh, <laughs> my goodness. And those cars were going, like, 200 plus. So yeah. they were going quick. They're fast. That's for sure. So. Yeah. I mean, we did fair touch briefly on the like the the score, the, the music, which I thought they did a commendable job with. I, yeah, more than commendable, actually. I think they did a great no, this job is, with no, it. The, I think it's a highlight of the film, honestly. Like, certainly, it certainly is. It, yeah, it's it, always a good movie when you get some war pigs and some oh, yeah. uh, paranoid by Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Always a always a good day. But they worked it into the story, and I what I thought was interesting, yeah. especially the Black Sabbath mm-hmm. with um, Salter's characters. They they worked that into the story somehow. Yeah. The other, uh, I guess, the last thing that I want to bring up is the. Uh, I like the how they visually brought the gamer verse into this with mm-hmm. like you know like, like like the track lines and stuff, which is which is very Gran Turismo, and then even like just like showing his place with like the digital readouts and all that. I liked those effects. I think they fit. I think a little more of that would have been actually a good thing for the film, just to just to bring a little bit more of the gamer verse into what we're seeing. But what we got was fine. I just think that they could have utilized that a little bit more. But it was a, it was a highlight of the film for me. Sure. I, think, I think it was done really well. It wasn't overbearing, and cumbersome. It, it like it fit within within like what Absolutely they were doing. Did, yeah. And so was, smart decisions were made there with that. I just think a little bit more would have been nice actually for, on that front. I agree. I agree. How that it didn't. The thing about these is I don't think these have quite transcended the whole. That's oh, a video game movie kind of thing yet and I wish they would have because this movie should be doing a lot better than it's doing especially um, over in Europe this should be doing this should be killing over in Europe well m- maybe in Europe but here's the thing this is one of the like I feel like racing is a niche kind of thing already as it stands you're not going to get a whole it's, it's not going to not everyone's going to watch this trailer and go oh yeah I want to see that yep. even most people that watch this trailer are going to go I want to see that we want to see it because we are tied to G- to GT in some way right mm-hmm. well, you know PlayStation yeah well either way you know what I mean like whether it's I'm not tied to PlayStation at all I'm tied to GT I played I played Grand Turismo growing up I loved it yeah, you know yeah I've I mean? always respected that game it's yeah I mean I, I, endurance yeah, races fucking doing endurance races like, like you know, 120 laps I, I remember finding my dad's fishing weights and putting it on my X button dr- <laughs> g- grabbing the Indy car and just letting it hit the wall all the way around wrap, baby uh, wrap the um Rubber bands around the stick, so it's yep. always pointed. So it's always always turned a little bit. Yep. Just grind on the turns and get get your laps done while you go to yep. bed. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Really? That's a th- okay. Yeah, that was a real thing for those like five hour races. Yeah, 
and I, it would work. I got shit to do, man. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> I'll wake up, and it'll say first place right there on my screen. Yep. It'd be I'll great. I'll have lapped everybody by 10 or 15. Yeah, that, the Indy car was busted in Gran Turismo 3 and 4, Even man. Even though you're scraping against the wall, Didn't matter. Dude, there was no matter. damage. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Nope. And endurance races were you know were different beasts. But yeah. But anyway, like like you know, I like you know we're tied to the Grand Turismo side of it, the Sony side of it, you know all that kind of stuff. Whereas not everybody is. So someone seeing this trailer might not go, oh yeah, I want to see that movie. And a lot of people don't even think rate like video game movie. They think racing film, and that's not for everybody. Fair, yeah. fair. And there is unlike especially unlike, especially with with, with 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 a young lead. That that isn't very popular yet. Well, you fair, have all those things. Also, like, remember in with combination. Last of Us, PlayStation was that logo is nowhere on Last of Us, not that, once, and it was yeah. all over this one. But okay, but you can't say, you can't say that people saw that trailer without knowing Last of Us and goes and goes, oh man, nobody likes apocalypse apocalypse sure. zombies movies <laughs> or films or series. Episodic, yeah, like you know what I mean, like open world zombie end of the world. Yeah. No, nobody. Likes There's that not game. a crowd for that built in well, at what all. I'm saying is like. <laughs> Popularity. Let's talk though. more about Crash Bandicoot for a second. <laughs> <laughs> popularity, though, I think GT's probably got Last of Us beat as far as before the show came out. I think more people knew Grand Theft. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily translate into I disagree. film watching. I disagree. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, I, I worked in a video game store. You know, it sold more Last of Us than any than any combined Grand Turismo, you know, thing I don't, combined. I mean, Grand Turismo got like over 100 million copies. I don't know how many of those people are the same buyers for this next iteration. Of yeah, them. I mean, I sure. had many copies of Grand Turismo. Oh yeah, same. I bought them all. I have them all. So. Yeah, but uh, uh, Last of Us has been way bigger than Grand Turismo pretty pretty quickly. I, I just I thought this movie would be doing better than it's doing. Well, well so uh, again, the appeal is just not as wide. Yeah, that's all. You got a you got a subject matter that, that that doesn't hit as many people. You have a young lead. You know, as much as we love Dave Dave Harbor, he's not he's not a huge name that pulls people in in to see a film. It's nice when he's there, and I and I'll he see I'll see most good job. Yeah. yeah, I'll see most things he's in, but he doesn't bring the amount of people that some other stars well, do. But the other thing too is looking on the other side of the coin is now is this a video game movie? Yes, at least a little bit, right? Is it a more than serviceable video game movie? I think it is, oh, right? Yeah. Because like, look. Again, you know, how many times have we gotten something that's a video game adaptation in some way that has just been awful? It, happened, right? it, it has happened a lot. However, I will still champion what I said when we were talking about the Mario thing. Mm-hmm. It now happens less than it happened. Well, that, that's true. That's the thing I was going to make. Like, look, we're on a run now where we got a couple of video game properties that have been massively successful. Yep. And then this one where, look, commercially it's not made a whole bunch of money, right? Critically, though, like this is an okay movie. And you don't always have to make a bunch of movie to get your point across. Mm-hmm. If you just take the time, make a good movie, have it well acted, you will be rewarded for it. Well, because yeah. these days, unlike before, there's longevity with streaming services. And yeah. And I think this movie know. will do will do decent I, on I streaming, actually. I think actually. it's going to kill when it goes to streaming yeah. services. People are going, oh, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that out. Ima- yeah. imagine, this going, imagine this going to like Amazon Video or something like that, and then you can just fire it up on your, on your PlayStation Boom, boom, watch it right oh, yeah. there. They're yeah, definitely going to advertise. Yeah, hell yeah, saying, dude. Absolutely. Yep, yeah. It, yeah I, I, think I, think, I think it's cool that it'll, it'll have that niche. I agree, and it's. I just wish the budget was pretty high to not be making more than it The budget is was high because race cars are expensive. Yeah, I was going to say, like to, to have what they had on screen and to, to rent those tracks. Well, this that is, stuff, that's the yeah. thing, and then it's not just the cars, it's the tracks. Yeah. Because, yep. I mean, look, they spend a good amount of time in Dubai. I want to look. You go to some really famous racetracks here with the Nurburgring mm-hmm. uh, and Le Mans and the Abu Dhabi track yep. in Dubai. 
Dude, the, just showing up there is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> just opening the fucking front door yeah. is expensive. Sure, sure. There's, yeah. yeah, we need to shut down the Nurburgring for, uh, I don't know, a week while we film there. And, and some like, of those laughs at you on the other end? No, they're like... <laughs> I have to hang up the phone. <laughs> okay, um, well, that's going to be $20 million, And they're like... Ooh. Can you do it for twelve? <laughs> They're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's some free PS5s. <laughs> All right, we'll go fifteen. We'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still keep the Playstations. <laughs> I need four though. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's just for me. Nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, fi- final thoughts on on this one before we go into score. It is I going into it. I didn't. I actually expected a decent movie, and I got a decent okay. movie, so I'm very happy about it. I, I wasn't expecting a ten or anything, but yeah. I was expecting close to what I gave it. Um, I want to. I do think this movie deserves better than what it's getting, and I do think long term it's going to do very well on a streaming service, especially when they put it on the PSN. For anyone that has anyone that has any kind of the, any tier of the of the PlayStation Plus, will be able to watch it for free. That's a, that's going to be a great win for them. It's just they're going to get hundreds of millions of views on that one. But I'm I'm very psyched about it. So much. I mean. This is a seven for me. Okay. Okay. I think it's a, it's a very well earned seven. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm sticking with. Okay. Well, like you or me, buddy. I'll go. I'll go. Right. So I mean, like, I, I I had a fun time with this movie. When I left, I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't complete ass. And again, the sound and the music in this was actually fantastic. It 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 had its own, I think, character in the movie, and I really appreciated that. Uh, as someone that you know that does get a little excited about racing stuff, whether it be games or like you know what my family's been involved in, what I've seen. So uh, I think the attention to detail and with uh, you know my boy Dave in the film, I think I'm also going to get a seven. This this movie's fine. This movie's good. This movie's above average. You know, this isn't just an average movie. This is this is above average, and you know I'm I'm happy that I got to see this in theaters, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. I mean that's fair. I mean like look, I think it's acted well, looks pretty good, sounds pretty good. Listen, the story kind of tropey. Not yeah. not the deepest thing we've ever dealt with, but you know overall I liked it. I was also going to go. For right about where you guys are. I'm going a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. I gave it a six. Okay. Now, look, I don't think it's perfect. Uh, I think it probably could have been better, but I was very happy with what we watched. Because if you guys remember, like this is one of the ones that I put on my list for stuff that That's I wanted right. to make sure that I wanted to see this yeah. year. So maybe I'm holding it a little bit more critically, but... I'm happy with it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I left the theater and I was smiling. I was like, it, it was a pretty good movie. And I would... The problem is with this is I would like to see more like this, but we'll never get this story with those people acting yeah, in it again. Yeah. And I think that's not, you know, I think I'll have to hold it against it for a little bit. So. Yeah. But, I mean, six is where I'm at. I think, I think that unlike most movies I see, I'll be happy to turn this on once it's on streaming yeah, no, and watch that, it again. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. I'll yeah, happily like, watch oh, this. I'll be like, oh, man, Gran Turismo's on Netflix now. I'll be like, hey, I might check that out. Yeah, exactly, yep. Yeah. Especially if you have a... If you have a um, a sound system where you can turn the bass up mm-hmm. and maybe like adjust the sound, oh. some of those would be Wa- some of those scenes are pretty. Sick. Watch this on my PC with my headphones on. That might actually be like worth the time. With your, with your over-the-ear headphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So I was gonna watch no. this on my no. Bose. Bose. I was gonna watch this on my phone <laughs> while I was cooking dinner. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you're gonna watch Napoleon. Yeah, hundred percent. You just got a prop against the wall, cooking dinner. I mean, it'll probably be an iPad for Napoleon. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you're, well, you're cooking, cooking dinner, talking to your wife, yeah. helping your daughter with Making school Making my kids lunch. As a Hell, j- just go time. for a walk and put the screen, screen in a backpack, because all you have to do is listen to it, really. No, you true. know, you don't need to see it to really hear appreciate that it. Guy, you hear that, guy? <laughs> uh, but over, I'm very happy with Gran Turismo. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a win for them. It's a win for Sony. It's a win for the PlayStation productions. Yep. 
I think it's a it's a it's a win. And just keep doing them right, man. Yep. Any of these things that come out with this quality, you know, uh, that's all I want to see. If you don't for, always for need video games, stuff. but you need as long as they're but all you solid. Don't, you can't have threes. They need to be yeah. taken yeah. seriously. That's all. There has to be passion. That's, that's the, the thing. Is like, it's just imagine this movie being made in two thousand five. No. I heard somebody talk about how like how like if the Resident Evil movies never happened, we'd have good video game movies much sooner. But like because maybe, because maybe, Resident maybe. Evil happened and they kept shit, on making that's them. That's probably right. You know what I mean? Like it was Well, like, here's no. the worst part about this fucking piece of shit. They, they made make, a bunch of money. I know. They made a bunch of money. <laughs> I remember I remember the last movie you were there for, Rod. It was like the sixth or seventh movie. Mm. And I remember standing at the door like waiting to clean it and Roger's like, I just I don't get why he's making any money. I just don't understand it. It's stupid. The story's dumb, but it's making like $100 million. And it's like, you were flabbergasted. Because <laughs> I watched the movie. Yeah, I, thought, I, I thought that was one of the most interesting things about like video game movies I read in a long time. It was like, was like if, the, if these never happened, we may have gotten we may have gotten like, like better video game movies sooner. sooner. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably right about that. Like the whole, like, Mila the, Jovovich ruined the entire video game industry. She was the only thing good about those movies, honestly. I, I don't agree with that at all. But all right. I mean, video game films and like comic book adaptions, all this, or like not Marvel stuff, but like other like you know, like the one Ma- piece. Marvel wasn't always wasn't always great. great. Yeah, you know fair. what I mean? Yeah, it so. would have been a whole decade sooner. But yeah, okay, gentlemen, thank you for joining yeah. me for this evening's episode. I'm glad we're all basically in the same place. I yeah. thought I was going to be much higher than you guys. No, no. come on now. But you watched the movie. Yeah, it was decent. <laughs> yeah. All right, this has been episode 346A of For the Love of Cinema, a hey. movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am a Grayson Maxwell one. I am at Rod Stillian. I am Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things on social media. Send us an email to ForTheLoveOfCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're going to be taking a look at... What are we looking at next week? I didn't write them down. Good question. Equalizer. Oh, and Equalizer Vacation 3 Friends and 2. Vacation Friends 2 on Hulu. Hey, look at that. Oh, show prep, baby. Man. We did it. Vacation. We did. I just didn't write them down. I'm sorry. Do we got to watch Vacation Friends? Yep, because we watched the first one. That's why. Shit. <laughs>